Good morning, Oregon. It's Monday, February 21st. This is Andrew Thien with a news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. Before we start, a quick thank you to our sponsor, Pacific Source Health Plans, for supporting the show. Multiple deadly shootings shook the city of Portland this weekend, and information is still hard to pin down. On Saturday night, one woman was shot and killed, and five people were wounded following what police described as an apparent confrontation between protesters at a planned rally to protest police violence and an armed person who lived nearby Normandale Park in northeast Portland. A woman died, and a man who confronted the protesters before the rally opened fire on the group, striking multiple people. Sources say at least one protester returned fire and critically wounded the man who emerged from the home near the park. The shooting occurred at close range. Multiple people were seriously injured, and details remain unclear on their condition. On the other side of town, Portland police shot and killed a man in the Southwest Hills. Before the weekend, 15 people had been killed in Portland so far this year. 14 of those deaths were shootings. Temperatures are expected to plunge to a low of 21 degrees in Portland this week, according to the National Weather Service. The cold temperatures start Monday, when snow levels drop to around 1,500 to 2,000 feet, but not to the Willamette Valley floor. Portland is accustomed to February snowstorms in recent years, but it's not clear that precipitation will accompany the drop in temperatures. Tuesday night is predicted to be the coldest night in the Portland area, with a low of 21 degrees forecast for Portland and Salem, and 17 degrees for Eugene. Forecasters said an Arctic air mass would push into Oregon east of the Cascades. Snow will hit in the Cascades, Cascade foothills, and the Coast Range overnight Sunday, with 3 to 6 inches of snow possible above 1,500 feet through Monday night. Oregon's corporate tax payments jumped an astonishing 46% last year, topping $1 billion for the first time as companies large and small reaped huge profits in the wake of the pandemic. Oregon is collecting nearly $1.4 billion in corporate excise taxes, a tax on business income, during 2021. It's the highest tally on record by a wide margin, and another indicator that many businesses came out of the COVID-19 recession in far better shape than they went into it. State economists disclosed the tax numbers earlier this month, reporting a rosy revenue picture for the state. While Oregon keeps individual businesses' tax data confidential, state economist Mark McMullen said industries that performed especially well included warehouse and distribution, automakers, and tech manufacturers. Retail shops, hotels that carried a business travelers, and aircraft manufacturers were among those that fared poorly. Oregon's business taxes have historically been among the lowest in the United States, according to the Tax Foundation, a national organization that advocates for lower taxes. But Oregon has moved toward the middle of the pack over the past few years, by the Tax Foundation's reckoning, owing to a new corporate activity tax for schools and changes in the state's unemployment insurance taxes. Neither of those recent changes are included in the corporate excise tax totals, and so they didn't contribute to last year's sharp rise in excise tax revenue. The figures cited here are for calendar year 2021, rather than the state's fiscal year, which ends each June. The Oregon Ducks men's and women's basketball teams each lost nail-biters over the weekend against top five opponents. The men lost on the road at Arizona on Saturday. Their NCAA tournament hopes are still in limbo. The women lost at home Sunday in Eugene against number 2 Stanford, 66-62. The women let a 10-point lead evaporate in the fourth quarter. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.